Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back once again to the show that is all about bread. How do you make bread? Let's talk bread. I like a sourdough. How do you get your starter? Who knows? Actually, I don't know how to make bread. You go to the store, you buy it. I can't even eat bread because it's got a bunch of the, what What do you call it, the carbohydrates in them. The gluten. Can't eat the glutens. Doesn't matter. Then I get the gas. The show has gone off the rail, and we're 30 seconds in, ladies and gentlemen. Call it all off. Yeah. Call it off. We're starting it again. Roll it back. Run it back, people. (laughs) Fuck it. We'll do it live. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to From the Outside Looking In. You know, I was listening to the show the last time, and I do swear way too much, and we're we're literally like... 10 seconds in and I've already thrown the first half bomb. We'll 11 see how much words. We're going to we're going to see how far we could go, but you know the deal everybody. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing, the show about Pat and I uh trying to better our lives through horticultural pharmaceuticals. I don't know quarter what we're pounders doing. Quarter pounders with cheese? What? Yeah, quarter pounders with cheese. Oh my god, I would crush. I would crush a double quarter pounder right now. Can't but would fucking ten, uh, there it is. We made it. We made it another ten. We made it another ten seconds before I threw out the next curse. Apologies. Are mad at us. Yes, yes. Welcome to from the outside looking in the show about you know the deal. We look at comic books and talk about cartoons and Marvel and DC and sports. What about the Habs? What about, what about the, Habs? the Habs? What Ooh. about the Habs? Let me get that score real quick. But anyways, you know the deal. We talk about the stuff we love. We talk about geeky stuff from a non-geeky perspective or non-geek stuff from a geeky perspective, whatever it is. I am your ever-so-chatty host, Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Mario Lemieux to my Yamir Yager, Mr. Patrick Bannis. You could also say extremely mediocre golfer i would accept that yeah how did that work out for you today bud um so i golf in the men's business league of my company and there's only like 40 of us okay i didn't know you were in a a league a league for golfing yeah um 1-1 at the the end of the first 1-1 at the end of the first i like that Let's go. We're sitting yes. here fucking recording this show. There it is again. We're sitting here recording this show. And we we're recording a show. Yes, we could be watching uh, hockey, but that's how much we love you guys, right? That that I'm giving up this uh, Habs-Golden Knights game to be with you here tonight. Agreed. But I'll be, I'll be in on the third, so don't worry. But you'll also be in on the Islanders-Lightning game seven. Was Let's it Saturday? Go. Let's go. Yes. No, Just it's tomorrow. Me, it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Just give me that hockey. Get, pump it into my veins. Oh, my God. Let's go, Islanders. I don't even care. I just, I mean, I know we're going back to Tampa, but I, so last night the Islanders won an OT 3-2. The Lightning let yes. that game go. But the they, game before that. The, they got roped. Oh, the 8 nothing blowout. It was like. It was like at some point the Islanders decided to put Chell from pro to semi-pro. Like when you get frustrated in the season and you put it down to semi-pro yep. and then you're winning games 10-0, 11-0, that's exactly what yeah. happened in game four. It was, it was crazy. Or game five. Unbelievable. And I was watching that game, and it was 3 nothing. Sorry, we'll get back to the show in a second. It was 3 nothing <sighs> in the second. And, like, the Islanders were Buzzing, you know what I mean? Like, like Sikas just posted one. Brazil, uh, Brazil just posted one. Like, it, no, Nelson. They they had rang like two back to back off the post, one on the outside of the net. They were everywhere, and then they took a stupid penalty, and then Stamkos scored on the power play to make it four nothing. I was like, this game's done, and then it wound up being eight nothing. And I was like, I'm glad I didn't stay for the rest of that. That would have been yeah. brutal to just sit there and watch that pounding. I turned it on late, uh, what, maybe mid-second, early second. It was 2 nothing, And I didn't have any time for that. So I was just like, I wanted to go to bed. I've been exhausted this week. And I was just like, I can't watch this. 2 nothing. I can't watch this. It's over. 
um, and it was way over. So see, I'll watch a two nothing game. Two two goals is you know what they say the most dangerous lead in hockey. But I, I just I just didn't you know like I was tired. It was probably like nine nine thirty. Maybe I don't even know, but anyways, I I was tired. I didn't stay up for it, but I, I I'm not against it. I'm not against watching any of it, um, but you can tell the game was getting away from him, so it was like, why bother? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want to watch the I don't want to watch the Islanders get demoralized. I want to see like a competitive thing. So yeah, yeah, I hear you. Whatever. But like they say in hockey, let, let's do that hockey. Yeah, let's do. <laughs> have, have you seen that skit? <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen yeah, it. it's with, with Chance the Rapper. Oh my yeah. God, it is it is. It's cold. It is. Yeah. Uh, it, very cold. Um, uh, I think the key play, one of the players just scored a goal, which is crazy because he got into a full fist fight before the games even started. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pat, how you doing, bud? Drinking a little Tecate? Uh, I am drinking Mexico's uh, fourth best beer, I guess. Is that we're number um, four? We're, no, we're numero cuatro. Is that we're Teca- numero cuatro? That's Tecate's uh, claim to fame, right there. Probably um, for what's the it? golf league. For what's the golf league of which I am in, like in like the third lowest. Like I'm in the lowest division, and I'm probably in the lowest part of that division. I help with the cookouts. This week was my cookout. Um, I did barbecue pulled pork. Ooh. Homemade slaw. Homemade. Ooh, um, yes. You know, pasta salad. Very nice. Um, well, I mean, uh, my research partner, my, my research assistant, uh, aka heterosexual domestic life partner, really comes in clutch with uh, the sides. Okay, she. So you, you're you're taking credit for Eve's work, is what you're saying? Basically? No, no, I'm taking credit for the main course. I am giving credit where credit is due for the sides. So you you, the, you did you did a pulled pork. How did you do that pulled pork? Uh, I did in a crock pot. Oh, God, that's such bullshit. I mean, I, I mean, how much free time do I really have? What do you want me to do? I, I want you to take a pork shoulder. I want you to yeah, dedicate, I, like, eight hours of your life to doing I'm it right. I'm not dedicating eight hours, eight hours to my life, of my life to, like, 30 rando golfers. Like, uh, of, I know these guys, but... Of doing it right. Of doing it right. I know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not overdoing it. How about that? I'm not overdoing uh, it. I can get by with, like, uh, watermelon wedges and Twizzlers, for the most part. Ugh. I, I put on a rub, I threw it into the crock pot, did that for a little while, drained it, put in the onions and the sweet baby rays, just just really, I'm just trying to nail, I'm just trying to knock it out and be done with it. I got to oh, work a day really job. you really are. You are I, just Look, hey, when you in. come over, when you come over, I will make you, <laughs> like, fucking candied, candied pork belly. Like, uh, you know right, what I mean? Like, right, I'll do. All right, all right. All right. I'll do the right thing. Challenge accepted. For like, Challenge accepted. Yeah. For like, but for like thirty to thirty-five, you know, golfers, you know, of whom I, you know, I, I know, but I don't really know. Hopefully you know, I just not, need to knock not, out. not listeners at this point. Hopefully not in the listeners. Huh. Yeah. Although I did find out one of the guys in my league who I played golf with on a, uh, several occasions, um, he just retired and he does Twitch streams of him playing video games. Ooh, nice. I like that. He's Props. playing golf, golf and uh, baseball. He has like an average of like thirty watchers. Um, you know, he makes a couple of grand a month. So that's like my, my that, that's that, that's uh, that's better than my OnlyFans. Props to him, right? Yeah, like he's doing he's doing <laughs> six hours of this, and you know, then he has the rest of his day to do whatever. He makes like a grand or two a month. Um, you know, I, I don't have his handle, so I can't point you in that direction. But if you look up golf, the algorithm is probably going to put him in the top three. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways. Because not a lot but of yeah, Twitch, not... Twitch streams uh, geared towards golf. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, no. you have to remember, like, for the cookout, there's going to be, like, three hours of golf in the middle of this. So, it's like, I have to be able to just walk away from something for, like, three hours, and I'm going to be at the golf course during that time period. So, it's like, I'm not doing any good things with, like... You know, delicious meats. But, I'm just like throwing I, this shit in a crock pot. I get, I get it. I get the excuse. I'm uh, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm, I've said my piece. I'm judging you either <laughs> way, but did you get the uh, the 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 photo of what I cooked on Father's Day? I did for myself. Yeah, Woo. I did. Woo. I did. I need to get. I need to get some ribs. I did not. Do, I did not do ribs. 
Well, I'm saying I need to get some ribs and or some brisket, and I need to just spend a day outside just trying to smoke because, you know. I'll tell you what you need to do, and it's it's a zero investment of time, basically. It's a little bit of an investment in money, right? But I did, uh, for those who did not get the uh, the text from me, right? Like, I'm just going to assume right. that everybody's listening to this show is, is a close personal friend and probably got a text from me on Father's Day saying Happy Father's Day, but also showing this awesome Wagyu strip steak that I had cooked on the grill for myself. The marbling, bro. Oh, my God. I did, don't, I did see that, like, mm. nice, you know, speckled marbling yes I, I mean it was it was unreal so I, I I normally cook when I grill I cook over like a like lump charcoal um it's the way to go. 100% the way to go. Uh, like, briquettes definitely give you, like, a far more even, steady heat, right? But lump charcoal, I, I just, I just, just something about it. It's more natural, and it, and it just, uh, you know, whatever. So, uh, I, I had cooked uh, asparagus and potatoes and stuff before that. Let my char- my coals get, like, pretty low, and then threw the Wagyu on last, and... Uh, about 30 seconds aside, like flip, flip. And I did that about, you know, till, till I reached about two minutes per side, right? It was a rather thin strip, right? So 30 seconds, flip, 30 seconds, flip, 30 seconds, flip, 30 seconds, flip. And then I did a little extra sear on the fat back on the side of it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's oh, a lot of flipping. It's a lot of flipping, but it's worth it to take it slow because okay. you don't want to, uh, the, the steak, the, the Wagyu, it is so soft and fatty, right? It'll literally start melting to the heat of your hand, right? You touch them. So you the, cut them. They need to be pretty thin then, huh? They're, they're pretty thin, right? So, I mean. Like you, a so half I, inch, three quarter inch? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I, 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 yeah. So, I got mine from Wegmans, which is uh, Australian Wagyu, right? So, like, uh, it's, 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 a, it's I, I believe it was an M9, which relates to about an A3 in Japanese Wagyu. So, A5 is the best you can get, right? So, okay. A3. Um, you know, generally has a, you know that it's still an amazing steak. It's still an amazing steak. It's still at Wegman's M9, which is equivalent to A3, seventy dollars a pound. So I got about a half pound strip, right? So about a half inch thick, right? So nice, you know, thirty-five, forty dollar steak. So good, like right. yeah, you know, definitely worth it. Not something you're gonna cook. It's a special occasion steak, right? Like it's a it's yeah, a yeah. special occasion steak, but man, man, it's amazing. It's, <laughs> it's you can't like once you have it, you're just like, oh my god, it's so good, just fucking like you know, like I think well, I I told somebody I was like, I know it's already inside me, but I want it inside me again, if you know what I mean. <laughs> It's like bad uh, ballad lyrics. Yeah, right, right. right. Ah, but that's that's fucking. I I think I I'm gonna I'm gonna write a song about Waggy right, right now. Mm, get inside me again. So, uh, but I digress. Wow. Uh, other than um, phoning it in for your golf friends, uh, my obsession with uh, cuts of beef, Pat. What's going on in the world today, bud? Whew. So, you may not know this, but I rescue cats. I've heard and that's that's a that's a nice thing. Yeah, you know, cats are nice. They're lovable. They're mm. little. They follow you around the house. They they're, fucking throw they're, up on everything. That's not a hundred percent. My cats. I we have three cats that we've gotten from shelters, and they do very little vomiting, like a couple times a year. Really, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. Right now, but they're also, you know, they're middle-aged, you know, and then we just got a little kitten. He's like not even a year yet. Um, but look, there's a lot of bad animal owners out there. For sure. Like yep. Marius Els. Marius Els is this dude in South Africa who decided like, hey, this, I'm going to rescue this fucking baby hippo. Oh, I'm gonna yes. Rescue Let's a baby go. Hippo. Let's go. I'm in on that. He rescues a baby hippo from a flood when, you know, he's a baby. Mm -hmm. But luckily, this asshole owns a 400-acre farm in South Africa. Mm. And he, you know, he's, he's, this this hippo grows up, it frolics, it does all that stuff. Like, you try to treat it like a pet. Um, Some people noticed that it was definitely a, uh, you know, an aggressive 
Hippo. I can't stress this enough. Right, right. So at one point, uh, you know, a while down the line, there was probably some shenanigans in the middle, but the hippo absolutely mauled this dude who was the owner in the river that he like rescued. Let's fucking go. Like, it's obvious this is what hippos do they're gigantic mammals. Like they just that that's what they do. More people um, more people are like literally, I think random fact, right? But more people are, are are killed by hippos than by lions in the wild every year. I believe that. I'm gonna look that I up. I would believe that. I'm gonna look that up, but I, I feel like I'm 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 absolutely correct on that. So look, I mean, you know, and I'll have to like there's just a picture of this dummy and he's you know standing up and this hippo's laying on the ground next to him and it comes up to his like hip it's like dude just don't do this this is a bad idea you're making a mistake anyways look bottom line from the guys be a good pet owner if you're going to be an owner of a pet be a good pet owner don't abandon the pet don't get a pet that you should never have because what the why would you do that anyway that is anyway. that is also uh you know how we love the cancelers they come for everyone and yes. they cancel them and then it would be a, this would be an amazing sci-fi movie but it'll never be as cool as it, it it's portrayed anyways they came for our favorite naughty I'm, I'm just kidding he's not our favorite professional wrestler but they came for our not even favorite professional wrestling actor uh john cena Oh, I, um, I saw this. I saw allegedly this. Allegedly, you couldn't see him, but you know what? The Chinese saw him. Yes, yes. So he's doing Fast and Furious 9. Ni hao ma. Yeah, he's doing Fast and Furious 9. Before he did Fast and Furious 9, he actually spent like two years in China just living and immersing himself in the culture and learning Mandarin. Like, just, you know, because he could do that, because he was, you know, wealthy enough that he could just take two years off and just immerse yourself in Chinese culture. Um, whatever. It's, you know, whatever you think about that. So he was doing Fast and Furious 9. They were in uh, Asia. They were in, like, Taiwan first. And he's like, you're the first country to see this or whatever. The Chinese were pissed because you're not allowed to mention that Taiwan is its, it's own it's, country. It's its own country. It's China to the yes, Chinese. it's to the Chinese to the Chinese government specifically to the communist Chinese government Taiwan is the property of China yes uh, to everyone else in the Taiwan world is its in the world Taiwan is its own free state um, so he said this the Chinese were very pissed he came out like the next day and like you know gave this apologetic video in Mandarin uh, uh, maybe it was Mandarin. Like, I assume no it's Mandarin. It, was, it was Mandarin for sure okay. and it was like Perfect Mandarin. Yes, he's Yo, he's legit. Yeah, John People, Cena speaks perfect Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. So he gives this he gives this apology and everybody loses their mind. Like, like I can't understand how this is a thing, but yet I also care about capitalism and right, don't and, realize how this would be a thing. Right, because China is literally the largest market in the world and in cons- consumer of media. Right, so like it has become that. Yes, yes absolutely. So if a movie. Like uh, F9, right? God, I can't believe that there's so many Fast and Furious movies that we, we just have to call them F9 now. But if a movie, if, but if a movie gets released in China, that is a huge market and a huge potential. So yeah, you have to pander uh, toe the line. There's abs- a lot of countries pandering to China. He's he's not the only individual pandering to China. There are many individuals who pander to China. There are also many nations that pander to China. Oh, for sure, so, of absolutely. Course, everybody lost their mind because nobody seems to realize that this is the thing um you know this is this is capitalism to scale and, 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 pander, right? and pandering to china even though it's it's a communist government right pandering to china is 100 percent driven by capitalism and, yeah. and and even though china is a communist regime their their actual infrastructure resembles more of, of a capitalist society even though they have elements of social uh benefits to to their their citizens right but you know the hong kong for example is 100 percent capitalist right like mm. there is the uh, right. um and and just so everybody 
you know, completely understanding where, where I'm at. And maybe I don't want to speak for Patrick, but I'm going to, uh, in, in either case, China, we are ready to pander. If you want to send us some of that sweet, sweet Chinese yen, yen, yen. I, yeah, no, the Japan is the yen. I oh, believe shit. the the, the, uh, the, the yen, yen, no, 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 no. I think it's the one. Oh, it's the one. Yeah, yeah, you Right, yeah, you on. Yeah, send uh, us the sweet, sweet one. We will pander so much, so I will, much. We will. I will shill any delicacy that you mm. want me to shill. Mm. I, I I will eat it on the show. I will explain it, how my taste buds react. I will speak very kindly of dear leader. Um, throw me the yes. Fucking uh, uh, Prime Minister Ping, I, I don't know. Like, uh, man, what a what a beautiful human being. Like, I am ready. I am ready to to sell out in an instant. Send that money this way. We are we are here for you, uh, and uh, uh, we're we're uh, open and we're available, and everything is negotiable. So, yeah. Uh, uh, just a quick uh, quick note: hippos do kill. More people, uh, more humans than lions. Oh, it's real. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hippos are responsible for around 3,000 human deaths uh, per year uh, and far more da- uh, dangerous on the African plains than the lion. The uh, Serengeti. Yes. Interesting side note uh, as I was going down this rabbit hole. Uh, let's just go through some of the um, most dangerous or the the uh, let's just go down the uh, top 10 dangerous animals on the planet responsible for the most most deaths of, of, of humans. Number one, coming in with a bullet, right? With um, one million humans killed per year. A million? One million. Tell me squirrels. Uh, that would be mosquitoes. Oh, Mosquito. so true. Malaria. Mosquito. Then coming in number two, big discrepancy between number one and number two, uh, with 475,000 humans Weak. killed per year. That would be other humans. And this is counting homicides only. So murder only. Oh, we're counting humans. We're counting humans. Oh, as I didn't know sec- you were going to do that. I would have definitely went humans. Second most dangerous. Now look at this leap. Going from number two to number three with a meagerly 50,000 human beings killed per year. Right. This is from uh, the CNET source. Business Insider has has it a little bit different. They have them at 100,000. Right. Um but whatever, we're we're just gonna go with uh, uh, CNET and not Business Insider and not not BBC News. But all of these have uh, all three sources have uh, mosquitoes as as number one. Uh, ironically, BBC News only has the is the only one to have the hippopotamus in there. Nice. But we're gonna go off of uh, a CNET, which is very similar to um, Business Insider. So number three is snakes with fifty thousand deaths per year. Completely fair. Yep. Uh, number four. This one's surprising. Uh, again, going down by about half. Uh, uh, and again, both Business Insider and CNET have this in at number four. 25,000 deaths per year, uh, according to CNET. Uh, 35,000 deaths per year, according to Business Insider. Our dogs. Our friendly, friendly dogs. Our dogs kill around 25,000 human beings per year. And come in Those at number four. Stupid pet owners. Yes, uh, number. Oh, I mean, I would assume wild dogs might also be involved in this, right? Like so. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Number five. Uh, never, never forget the tsetse fly. Tsetse fly kills about ten thousand mm. people per year. Uh, tied with that, I don't know what this is. I feel like they've just lumped some things in together. But let's go assassin bugs. I don't know what an assassin bug is. Scorpions. I, Nope, because Scorpions comes in at number eight. Assassin oh, Bugs, number six. Yeah, they're in their own thing. So maybe maybe spiders? Maybe spiders? Yeah. I'll, I'll click on that in a second. Number seven, freshwater snails. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, uh, number eight, Scorpions. Number nine, Roundworms. Don't know what that is. And then number 10, killing around 2,000 people per year, uh, both uh, CNET and Business Insider. That would be tapeworms. Yeah, yeah. Roundworms and tapeworms are pretty similar. Right. Yeah. They're intestinal shit. They fuck you up. Yeah, well, well, I don't know what these assassin bugs are. They're, they're uh, uh, just a thing. They're a thing called assassin bugs. They have different subfamilies. 
None of which I've heard of. All right. Hold on. I got to do a superhero landing. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. Super, superhero landing. Superhero landing. Let's go. All right. So, yeah. Those, ooh, yeah. Let's go. Superhero landing. <laughs> Number 11, Tecate. Tecate kills 700 people per oh, year. Oh, no, no. <laughs> 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 All right. Tapeworms from Tecate. Unless you're drinking Tecate. Sweet, it's savory. On the beautiful beaches of Hunan, China. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Hunan, China. Come on down to beautiful Wangcheng Village in Hunan, China. Ni hao ma, everybody, and welcome to From the Outside Looking In. Yeah, see, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, we're ready. Hit us up. It's, it's It's really helping us mellow out our whole show, to be honest. We're just... It really is. Yeah. It really is. We're willing to learn Mandarin. There's all sorts of things. We'll, <laughs> we'll get, we will bring in Sweet Lou for, for, for technical advice, right? We, we have all, we have a whole plan. So if Emperor Ping, I've gone from prime minister to emperor right now. Is it Emperor Ping? Holy shit. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure that's not offensive. Deng Xiaoping. <laughs> anyway. Come to us. We will sell your products. Yes. Yes. If you want to reach, Around 16 to 17 Americans. <laughs> <laughs> a month. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, that's good stuff. For a year. Oh, what a crazy world we live in, Pat. What a crazy world. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know what? Uh, I have been watching some mixed media, and I think you've been watching some mixed media. I we do. We should talk mixed media. Movies, books, and TV shows, and a comic books. Some chess tapes, and also some laser discs. Sometimes TV shows are based off of comic books, and we talk about those all the time. Possibly audiobooks. Ooh, that's right. So we finally got together and and, uh, and watched some stuff. Oh man, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going Ooh, on. Ooh, there's a lot of stuff going on for sure. I'm I've actually because of this, I've fallen behind on other things, like um, Bad Batch. Ooh, new episode tomorrow. Uh, I'm at, I'm I'm through five or six. Okay. Uh, uh, Loki. I haven't seen any of it yet. I've watched all of them, and let me tell ah! you, and let me tell you, I watched ah! episode three last night. Fantastic. Yeah. And last week's episode of Bad Batch. Fantastic. It was cool. the best episode so far, for sure. Besides yeah, yeah. The I'm first in. I'm in. Yeah. Um, so so in my defense. Uh, the last two weeks have been the European Championships. Uh, it's the the Euro Soccer Tournament. Football. Um, so I've been watching a lot of soccer. Football. A lot of the football. A lot of the football. So, uh, but what we did get to watch uh, on Hulu yes. was the Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Modok. Modok. And if you don't think that I am going to make that. Uh, that theme song, my ringtone. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Oh my god! I did not know that Modoc was the show that I have always wanted. I didn't know. I didn't know that this yeah. was the show that I had been waiting for. Was Modoc? So Modoc, for those of you who don't know, um, is one of the absolute most ridiculous-looking villains of all time. And yes, in my opinion. He's a giant head with arms and legs in a hover chair. Like that's ba- he looks like what's the uh, what's the legs look like a fake doll though. The legs oh, look yeah. like fake doll legs. Yes, yes. They're just flapping there. And uh, what's his uh, what's his what's Modoc stands for? Mental organ organism designed um, only uh, for killing. Yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah. mental organism designed only for killing is what Modoc is short for, and it's fun. Like in the history of Modoc in comic books, it was originally like Modoc with a C, and it was m- mental organism designed only for computing, and that's I what. Disre- yes, no, this is this is accurate. All right, so what you're saying will predate. The that is, late tales to astonish, or Captain America when Modok made his first appearance. But on the cover of that first appearance, Modok was spelled with a K. Yes. So yes. okay, so he, it's possible that there were things in the you know, there were predecessors, but this Modok as we know it, um, first appearance was it was it was either a tales to astonish, I think no, not tales to astonish, um, tales of suspense. I don't know. It was the one. It was the one early 60s. It was a uh, like a 
multi-character um, comics. So there would be Iron Man stuff, there would be Captain America stuff, there would be some other yes. stuff. Yes, and... Um, I thought it was, maybe it's Tales of Suspense, I'm not 100% on that. So it's MODOK's backstory, right? So that, that George uh, Tarleton, who is MODOK, that's the character's name, uh, okay. before he becomes a supervillain, right? Uh, basically, he is MODOK, mobile organism designed only for computing, and he changes it to MODOK with a K, uh, mobile or mental Ooh. organism designed only for killing. Like it. I like it. Yeah. I also like that there is another alias out there called BRODOK. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Although that is biorobotic organism designed overwhelmingly for kissing. Hmm. Fucking let's well, go different Bro audience. Doc. Let's go yeah, Bro different Doc. audience. I could definitely see a Patton Oswalt getting into the role of Brodock for sure. Brodock. For sure. Yeah, uh, I re I remember the um I remember the uh the first appearance because I've seen that comic a lot. Um the, he's not on the cover, but they they you know the, yeah the words Modoc are on the cover. The words Modoc yes. are on the cover, but he's yes, not on the he's cover. He's not on there, right. Um I also saw some mid to late eighties where he was on like he made like a real quick two issue pass through on the Incredible Hulk. Yes. And so like the second issue, the cover is Modoc and Mrs. Modoc, but Mrs. Modoc is in a Modoc chair, like it's a Modoc. Yes, right. They're like firing mental beams at like the Incredible Hulk and I'm like, oh look there's Mrs. Modoc. They're like, yeah. they're a happy couple just killing the Hulk. He is it, it, it's an interesting character because again he's a supervillain but like has no like he's extremely physically weak but he is uh you right. know like has like you know the robot chair with a bunch of stuff on it. The show Modok uh it, you know again Modok is a villain bent on uh let's let's say world domination but in the in the in the guise to make the world a better place, to creating build a, his perfect world, creating a utopia for all people, right? Uh, Modok is portrayed uh, by Patton Oswalt. He's the voice of uh, voice by Patton Oswalt. Yeah, voice by Patton Oswalt. And Modok, uh, you know, still has aim, right? Which is what advanced uh, advanced idea mechanics. Yeah, advanced idea mechanics. That's his organization bent on world domination. They also make tablets and other things like that. There's you know, there's some there's some. They made a corporate crossover. Yes, there's some good. Silicon Valley stuff uh, going on there as well, uh, but Modoc is is married and has two kids and is definitely, you know, uh, less and less on the supervillain train. Although he despises Tony Stark and Iron Man, and I oh, love yeah. that he hates Iron Man. It's the yeah. it, that that but, is the Iron greatest Man thing ever. Iron Man is portrayed. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Iron Man in the show is fantastic. <laughs> so the thing that I think is the best to me about this show is the one thing you haven't said yet is that Modoc is a uh, claymation masterpiece of oh, yes. from Seth uh, is it Seth Green? Uh yeah, I believe so, right? It's it's in that robot, robot yeah, that robot chicken vein yeah, of it's the Seth S Green. Yeah. It's, it's definitely Seth Green and Pat Oswald and they're doing this in the robot chicken um, you know, uh, scheme of things. So, they can do some hilariously fun stuff. Yes. So I that is one of the parts that I think is the best. You can tell that this is just a kind of a, a really amusing crack at a character who has really not had a a big impact in the Marvel universe. No, not so at all. So it's fun that they can do this. I think there was, I mean, either the talk got distracted by this, right? Like as a front for this, but there were there was definitely talk that Modoc would show up in a Avengers-ish movie. I wonder how they would, would do that. You know what I mean? Like where he it would be, you know, it'd be some CGI fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, he would be like the main villain because they're not ready to go to Galactus. So it's probably gonna, you know, it's gonna take them this year, probably next year, and I, then by like Aren't they building up to uh Mr. Sinister as well? Isn't there gonna be a Mr. Sinister in the MCU at some point? So there's no as far as I know, there's no so the New Mutants movie was the last hurrah from Fox. Right, because I know Deadpool was definitely building up to Mr. Sinister. Right? Was he? Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. That's where that's uh, that school is is where 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 um what's his face comes from? Um, and they show Mr. Sinister's organization. They show the okay. school. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely in there. Yeah. 
Well, there, there, there's definitely going to be a Deadpool three, so I, it just depends on what they want it to be. Yes. Um, now that they're now that it's in the Marvel universe, it's more than likely that they're going to abandon that and do like Marvel crossover shit. Yeah. No. It's just going to be comedic crossover stuff. Right. I, th- I I think what Marvel really needs to do is keep Deadpool on the trajectory that Deadpool was on because those movies have been a a a, a shining crown jewel for Fox. Right, sure. like I, I, I think, uh, you know, there were definitely some good X Men movies, but nothing compares to the but they, Deadpool and Deadpool uh, Two. Yeah, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen without like Ryan Reynolds doing the Ryan Reynolds thing. Yes, no, for sure. Like, Ryan Reynolds. This is his new thing in all the movies now. This is his gimmick. Yes, yeah, I agree, and I think right. it, it pays off. But what similar to Deadpool, I really like the nonsensical, nonsensical comedy in Modoc. It is extremely different than than most Marvel movies. Disney <laughs> Disney in general always inflects some sort of comedy into their their movies, right? So with Marvel, you surely get a lot of comedy with, you know, with, you know, Tony and the gang going to get shawarma after they, you know, beat Oh, him. right, right. Like all that stuff happens and it works in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It it, it failed to a great extent within the Star Wars uni- universe under Kathleen Kennedy when they tried to do a lot of forced comedy stuff in there, right? It felt very Marvel-esque, but it didn't fit the universe. But also Marvel tends to be nowhere near, yeah, nowhere near as gritty as the DC universe, but there's still an element of seriousness and grit in the MCU for sure, right? It, Their it is, witty repartee is not, you know, it's unparalleled. Yes, it, it's very witty. It's very back and forth. Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, all of this, right? It's very quippy and it's good, right? It, it is, and I, I enjoy it. I'm not saying it is, but it is. You never. You know, where the DCU or DCEU, right, is always very dark and brooding and rule, you know what I mean? Like, for for the most part, right? Serious stuff. It's, it's very serious stuff, for sure. Uh, the MCU, uh, very quippy and witty, but but still serious uh, tones, right? Uh, Deadpool and now MODOK have a sense of... Of whimsicalness to them that right. I don't I don't think is exists anywhere else in the MCU. They were allowed to free will a little bit. Yes, yes, and yeah, it, and I it agree. works out. It works out really, really nice because it's a different type of comedy. Uh, it's still really well written, written, written. Uh, it's still really well written, right? But it is very different. It is extremely oh, yeah. different than than what you see in, in the normal MCU. All their all their Marvel callouts are spot on, right? So, um, fin bang boom. Oh yeah, it's, spot on. Oh my god. Um, just just you know they did that. There's 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 things well. Leader the, and Mister Sinister at the bar yes. were totally that whole that whole thing was just was, great. The adaptoid is is the adaptoid's just. Just ridiculous. He's unbelievable. So uh, ridiculous. Wonder Man. Wonder Man is yes. is hilarious. Well, that's um, what's his name from Serenity and um, um, it's Nathan Fillion. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. Right. So, but perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Really funny. And really like, funny stuff. And there's the way they portray that character is just fantastic, right? Because yeah. Wonder Wonder Man again is kind of a kind of a throwaway hero. Yes, he is in the MCU, right? He's, yes, he is. He is a very generic, almost Superman type character, right? Where like you you remember when they did a, what what's his face Nova, right? Like he was sort of oh, the, yeah. the the Marvel Superman, and he sucked sure. too, right? No, um, no, no, Nova Nova wasn't their Superman. Nova was like. He was like a police officer. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Who, who was the one that he, he literally got his powers from the sun? It was either Sentry yeah, I think or... it was Sentry. I think it was Sentry. All right. Yeah, yeah that's trash. That, yeah. that, was a, that was like two... That was aughts trash. Yeah. Um, I, I put Wonder Man in that sort of same category as Sentry. But don't think that... But it Wonder was okay. Man was an Avenger, right? I, I believe Wonder he, Man. Oh, no, no. Yeah. He was definitely an Avenger. Yeah. And George Perez, don't think it was okay that you had him in that green and red jumpsuit um, in the 80s. Don't think we didn't notice. It was terrible. Yes. He could, so have, been, it, he could have been Christmas Man, for sure. I think what he's wearing is like his West Coast Avengers get Yeah, the black with the, the red The black with w. the red lettering. Yeah. It's not the green with the red lettering, which was so stupid. Yeah, looking. it was horrible. It was there horrible. was 
also uh, there was also a version in some of the early stuff. I actually have it because it's a cover that has a Pittsburgh reference on it. He has like a yellow, you know, waist length trench coat type thing. And I think he has like rockets in his boots. He may be depowered to some point, you know, and I'm pretty sure that was also Wonder Man. Um, he was such such an incredibly weird and mediocre character. I don't know. They use him for like, I feel like he was a plot device, essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I so. I can but see that. For very sure. funny. The there is a there is a series long kind of story arc to Modoc, and a lot of it is like his, you know, his relationship with his wife and family. Yes, yes. Um, which is great, and there's also how how that and his quote unquote work life at AIM uh, yes. intercede. So there's a lot, and then his just petty like. Villainy, villainy. His petty yes. villainy. Right, because he, he is a villain, right? But just it, 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 it's, it's, it's fun to see somebody's villainy on that microscopic of a level, right? Because we right. always see it's very base the Thanos, right, wanting to wipe out fifty percent of the the universe's population. We never see. The Thanos wanting to get a fifty percent discount at the Chinese buffet, right? Right. Which they have to go hand the in hand, right? House yeah, or yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I want to get a uh, child's party tray of kung pao chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and then he takes it back to his shitty uh. one room apartment. He's just covered in like kung pao or teriyaki sauce. The best it's even ever. better when it's even better when it's a parallel timeline and it's he's on the toilet eating like the kids the family lasagna and he dies. Yes, yes. Like, uh, oh, this happens a lot. We're gonna be here for a while. Yeah. It's a lot of timelines where you die. On the, on the toilet, toilet, on the toilet. <laughs> eating, a, eating a party tray of lasagna or something. A children's party. <laughs> <laughs> what is a children's party tray? How does I that don't compare? know, but that makes it so much better that it's a children's party tray. <laughs> he is like child size though, so it's fun. Oh, it's yeah. it, there's so much, there's so much stuff that's just end to end funny in Modoc. Um, you know, I remember like seeing it pop up on, on Hulu, right? And um, you know, you're always looking for something to watch. And I was like, do I watch like a rerun of It's Always in a, a rerun, right? Do I watch something that I've we already a, seen? We watch before? a string of It's Always Sunny, don't? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, like do I go back to It's Always Sunny? Do I watch Letter Kenny again? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, oh, I'm gonna God, Letter Kenny. Oh, so good. So far behind. Yeah, their Instagram dropped something. Um, so I'm hoping that there's still a new uh, season of Letterkenny coming out, right? But they, their Instagram dropped something, and it was coming soon. New show, Shorzy. Oh. So a show completely based on Shorzy. Uh, give your balls a tug, tit fucker. That well, you may- never see him on screen because that would be the. Best yeah, show. right. Because it's Jared Kesso. It's Jared. Yeah. yeah, right. So they never show his face. So it's always like he's either got the mirror visored helmet on when he's playing or hockey. Is he the, the shitter? Yeah, right. Or it's the back of his head, which is just fucking great. So there could be a Shorzy show on the horizon uh, nice. from the Letterkenny world. I like it. But uh, I like it. Modoc as a show, I am surprisingly all in on this. I've yeah. I loved every episode. I thought yeah. every episode was fantastic. Modoc's interactions uh with his family, his you know, again, it's it's funny, it's well written. And it you I can really relate to Modoc's driving factors, even though they're they're petty, right? Mo, they really do a good job of of painting Modoc almost as an anti-hero. There is an element of of redemption in humanity, a glimmer of hope that right. you can hang on to and root for Modoc and get behind. Like, oh, I really hope Modoc makes the right decision. And that's the that's the good <laughs> thing of it. That's the right. that's the defining quality of an anti-hero. That's the difference between an anti-hero and a villain. If you're ever wondering, it's that glimmer of hope. Uh, an anti-hero is is somebody that you can get behind a glimmer of humanity on, right? Yeah, it was the lighthearted comedy, you know, when they throw away a character, they they, they, they are doing it in a good way, right? Yes. We're just going to take a character and throw it in, and we can intersperse whatever we want because no one cares. And it was very funny, and it was done the way it was supposed to be. And um, so 
Yeah, um, totally worth it. Ten episodes. What are they like? Half hour? Yeah, I think they're yeah they're pretty short, like a half hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Totally worth it. Just a you know bang out in a week or so, whatever. I you can ease, easily bang it out if you're if you're uh, Pat Bannis, It's going to take you like probably like three to four weeks. You only uh, got a lot going on, man. The playoffs, the Euros. Don't don't yeah, don't have me, bro. Man, I'm not I'm not here judging, bro. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Playing a lot of golf. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Did you uh you started going on the Nevers? Uh, the Nevers gets a really big thumbs up right now. Um, from all parties, it's a really you know it's, we, it's a, it is really the sweet spot for us. Yes, like it's, if, it's it's if a, there was a show that we were going to watch together, it would be this show where it's like yeah, it's the Nevers where it's like a twenties period a twenties London period piece. Yep, where there's superpowers and shit. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. you should also check out on um, Netflix a uh, similar show. It doesn't t- it place takes place in a different world, but it still has that sort of like Victorian sort of London kind of feel. Uh, it's called uh, Shadow and Bone. Okay, and it's on Netflix. It's definitely worth uh, and, and again, sort of like that sort of. Uh, uh, fantasy type acts aspect of powers but still again has that sort of like you know same uh aesthetic as aesthetic, yeah yeah as like a, a victorian age you know 1869 london right Got it. um and um what was i gonna say what other show uh did i watch recently That's a lot of shows man i know man you just gotta you gotta take the time right you like you wow. gotta be, you gotta you gotta be an insomniac uh, Jupiter's Legacy. I, I was thinking about that. I, I would like to see that. It seems like a very I did all episodes. I you did, did it? Okay. I did it, yeah. Uh, it's, it's worth a try? It is, yeah. It's worth it. It's worth okay. it. Yep. Um, it, it was an easy watch. I, I found myself getting in. So, yeah, I, I would definitely say Nevers is great. Shadow and Bone, uh, pretty good. Nevers was probably better than Shadow and Bone, but it's still, same, you know, same kind of thing. Very cool world, very cool uh, concept. Um, definitely, definitely worth checking out. Um, and then Jupiter's Legacy also, it's 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 really good. I really right. liked Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah. yeah, put those in your back pocket, and we'll try and talk about them later. Yeah, some of those I, would, some I, would of those I can get through. Jupiter's Legacy in in the same sort of vein as Invincible, not nearly as violent as Invincible. Yeah, I'm, I'm still working my way through Invincible. I might have only one or two episodes left. Yeah. Oh. So we'll have to talk. We'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, the last episode of Invincible. We gotta talk about that. That's that's a t- that's a tough one. That's yeah, a tough okay. one. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, man. There's a there is a, a lot of good stuff. I I have gotten through most of it, unfortunately. So I'm getting kind of bored, and I need my next show. A uh, couple of good things. I'll do a quick future imperfect uh, in my world, right? Like we whoa, normally focus. Hold on, buddy. What? There, we you just did kind of we just kind of did a you got to try this, but I think there's something you need to talk about that people got to try. Oh yeah, yeah. What do, yeah. You know what uh, I'm talking about. I know what I, I know what you're talking about. You're welcome, about. buddy. Yeah, no, you, you you have you have uh you've you've slowed my train so that I can focus on doing what I should be doing, which achievement is achievement unlocked. Yes, self promotion is what. Yeah, uh, uh, the uh, the new uh, Bears Heart of Hearts single has dropped. Uh, it's on Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, Apple Music, wherever you get your music, YouTube, whatever. Uh, yeah, so check it out. It's uh, it is. Um, we did release one other single during uh, the the pandemic. Uh, that single was recorded a hundred percent remotely, uh, so everybody had recorded their own tracks and uh, sent them to me, and I I mixed them here in the studio. Um, uh, which which came out sounding really really good. I really enjoyed it, uh, even though like Hawk sang his vocals and t- like directly into his computer, right? So I was able to do some magic and, and make it sound uh, pretty good. Uh, in, in this uh, particular one, uh, we were we were back in studio fully. So uh, I had uh, Matt. So Gator. Uh, um, he played piano, so he did do uh, his piano tracks remotely and then sent him over to me. Um, but uh, I did record Matt's drums, Ash's uh, bass, and uh, Hawk's vocals, and of course all my guitars, uh, all here in studio. And it was a really fun recording uh, experience process, kind of combining what we had learned uh 
doing things remotely and really making the process a lot simpler, which from an engineering standpoint was really great on me, right? So um, kind of going piece by piece and, and working things together like that was really good for me. I didn't have to like try to, you know, it's, 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 di it's difficult trying to record five people at one time. Right. Oh yeah, right. And and letting them and letting making sure everybody can hear everything and and I'm just like I don't give a shit, right? I just you know especially when you you know like I'm throwing eight mics on a drum kit, you know. Um. So yeah, it it was good being able to record some scratch stuff, having Matt play to that, and then really start building the song. Uh, the song I think um pushes some some boundaries in in envelopes. Uh, for our normal bears uh, have hearts type stuff it is acoustic driven it is piano driven there's also some background synth stuff uh, and it's it's it, I, I feel like it's a, it's a different feel you know what I mean uh, the first two bears albums um, definitely you know very rock and roll still love everything on those right uh, very guitar driven rock and roll um, I think with this newer stuff we're playing, uh, we're, we're, we're feeling more free to do stuff. We're doing some piano-driven stuff. We're doing some stuff that's, you know, more in, in line with, like, my punk sensibilities and things like that. So there's definitely some edgier guitars going on in some of this new material and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great. We're getting back together. We've turned down a couple of shows. We just turned down one recently because I'll be back home in Chicago in July. Um, but yeah, I mean, we want to get, uh, back to playing a show by the end of this, planning some shows this end of the summer and, uh, back in the studio fully to record the rest of the album, which is, uh, entitled greetings from the end so hopefully i can have that out before the end of the year uh obviously we've only recorded one song so far uh but want to do about 10 more so yeah it's called blue skies it's available everywhere you get your music from bears have hearts um give it a listen i would appreciate it i enjoy it and uh yeah if you don't uh, if you don't follow bears uh follow us on facebook instagram spotify whatever throw us an email um, throw the show an email too. Throw us an email over from the outside looking in. We love hearing from everybody, and uh, definitely love engaging. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the new single. It's out. It's ready to go. There you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Little, give little, it a listen. Little, yeah, give it a listen. A little promotion there. Hey, should I, should I put you on blast now or put you on blast later? No, put me on blast now. All right, because you said you were coming to Chicago in July. What does that mean for me? What does that mean? I'm gonna so okay so I'm going to Chicago uh, with uh, the family so it's me the wife and the kids uh -huh. and baby James we are going to stop somewhere on the way right like probably because uh -huh. I am driving with a uh, with a um, with a a 17 month old baby a toddler right? a, a, yes yes uh, so yeah either on the way there or on the way back we will uh, we will swing by Pittsburgh. All right, we'll have to talk dates. I'm going to be out of town sometime in mid-July, too, so we'll have to... All right, we'll have to figure it out. So I think we're going to leave... Out. Yeah, I think we're going to leave Saturday the 17th. We're going to start our drive back, or our drive to Chicago, and then that following weekend drive back, right? Whether yeah, hit me on the way back. Hit me right, on the yep. way back. Yep, 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 yep. That sounds good. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be my preference as well. I'll get there, Love get it. that out of the way, and then on the way back, definitely have a little bit more time. I gotta hit the VA. I gotta go to the. I gotta go down to VA. Ooh, little Virginia yeah. action. Yeah, a little bit. A little Charlottesville action. A little country roads. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably do some country roads. Probably down in West Virginia. And down in West Virginia, as John yeah. Denver said. Yeah, so, for sure. So a couple of other shows that I'm excited that are coming out that are are my future imperfect type stuff. I know we always talk about Marvel and the phases there. Uh, a few next seasons have been confirmed. Uh, there is a new season of Archer coming out. I'm why? super stoked why? on that because it's going to be awesome. Because it's what do you mean? Why? Why? Why is it going to be awesome? Because it's Archer, and it's oh, 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 Archer, Archer. I'm thinking of something different. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm talking about Sterling fucking Archer. Yeah. James no, I heard John about that. Benjamin. Yes, that's going to be great. Also, uh, season three of uh, one of my favorite shows, What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, oh God, that finally. Yes, I'm so psyched on yeah, what we do in the so shadows. Looking forward. We've been so looking forward to that. Oh, my God. Have you ever watched uh, Snuffbox? 
It's a it's a British no. show. So it's starring. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it stars the guy that plays Laszlo in uh, in What We Do in the Shadows, and it's. <laughs> I just sent a video to a couple of friends, and it's 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 him, right? He has this recurring bit in the show where, like, he's like he goes up and he's talking to women. Like, so the video starts with him, and it's this like pretty girl, and she's carrying a fish tank, right? And he's like, uh, she's like moving basically to a new apartment in London, oh. right? So she's got her fish tank, and he's like, "Oh, let me help you with that." She's like, "Oh, you don't mind?" He's like, "No, no, 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 of course not." He's like, "Yeah, I see a beautiful woman woman walking down the street. I should be ready to help her." He's like, "Help the ugly ones too, but you fall in the later category, right?" She's like, "Oh, you're so sweet." And she's like, "And they say chivalry's dead." He's like, "Oh, I'm here to help for sure." He's like, "Where are we going?" She's like, "Oh, it's not far. It's like three blocks or so. It's not that far at all. Just moving into my boyfriend's place." And he just drops. The fish tank and he's like fuck you and walks away <laughs> and then then the next one is like this woman she's got a plant in her hands and she's looking at like um basically apartments for rent right on on like a bulletin board or whatever and he you know he walks up and he's like oh you shouldn't move to this neighborhood right here and she's like what he's like no a beautiful woman like you you can't and he says something in french and she's like what does that mean he's like you don't put bay windows on a shit house and she's like oh right and then like uh, he's like a beautiful woman like you you know you belong living in kensington gardens and she's like oh do you really think so he's like i was just talking to my boyfriend and he grabbed the plant out of her hands, just throws it through the window of the nearest car, and is like, fuck you, and walks away. Oh, uh, yeah. And then it ends. So I'll, funny. I'll send you the video in a second, but it's, uh, then it ends. He's at a bar, right? He's got this woman, this girl's walking away with a, tr- a tray full of drinks. He's like, oh, let me get that tray for you. And you know how it's going to end, but you just, you so, I'm like, you fucking bastards. I want in on this so bad. She's like, oh, this one, the, the gin and tonic's mine. This one here, that's going to go to Katie. And she points to it. He's like, oh. And then it's a pint of beer. And he's like, and that's for my boyfriend. He drops it. He's like, fuck you. He just turns the bar. He's like, whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Uh, so, but yeah, what we what we do in the shadows. A lot of good stuff coming out, and uh, that guy's also in a show called Toast of London on Netflix. I haven't watched that yet, but I'm gonna go in on. It. I think that's. Oh my... yeah, no, I've watched it. It's he's like a, he's like a he's like a pseudo actor, like kind of an out of work actor. Yeah, it's really funny. He's he's himself essentially. It's very funny, but um, yeah, yeah. There's he's got an agent. They're trying to find him work. Um, it, it is good. It's very interesting to get into. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'm, I'm definitely in on that. So a lot of good things coming up from a comedy standpoint. Um, Modoc, check it out. I feel like it's a it's definitely a show worth watching. And uh, by the time we get so hopefully, well today's Thursday, June twenty third. Uh, I should have this show up by the weekend, right? So by Sunday. Uh, this should be up and available wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Oh, Pat, a couple of things that I want to add to our future endeavors. Um, I think right now our our podcasts are available on iTunes. Um, I want to let, let's spend some time and see how we can get them on Spotify and and what that takes because I know that's yes yes because I know these are 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 definitely podcast platforms where people get their uh their 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 entertainment from and I definitely want to figure out what we can do to take advantage of that so so maybe we'll we'll make sure nobody's infringed on our non not copyright the copyright we don't have yet for our name Yes. And so far, so good. Right? Really? Yeah. Because right. I've seen some, I've seen a couple of um, uh, pretenders, if you will. Well, I think there's always pretenders to the throne, but as it sits, we sit alone as well, kings. We do have, for the record, we do have um, stuff posted to the internet under our name probably several years ago. Yes. Yep. So... We we did register some stuff. We went through some, you know, like some some base protecting ourselves on things. So we've been internet official for a while now, right? And I think you know, at the very least, we could figure it out how to get this up on the YouTube's. I feel like that's that's something. Yeah, extremely. No, it's no big deal. It's all video, and then, like I say, if you just want to create some video, some um, some visual stuff for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you you really don't necessarily need it. But it'd be you cool just if we take did a picture and, and do whatever, right? Yeah, you know just what put I mean? a slideshow like, in, slideshow it out. Yeah, just like uh, 
just shirtless pictures of me and Pat just whoa, on the beach. Whoa, Let's whoa. go. I'm telling you, that's just, how it's how we make our money. It's how we make our money. There we go. There we go. Very jeez. <laughs> just like fat bastard. Just like look fat at bastard. my titties. Yeah. <laughs> Get in my belly. <laughs> Oh man. I hope my wire fighting team is ready. (laughs) Well, Pat, I think that's about all the time we have this week. Um, Thanks for coming by. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Thanks for always putting up with us. We have fun with you. Uh, For myself and Patrick Banis. As always, kids. Don't eat the Tide Pods. I don't know how many times we got to say, is that still a thing? Don't do it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> don't do the next thing that came after Tide Pods. Yeah, whatever that was. Whatever that. Bleach Pods. Don't do that. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.